All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are so excited today to be speaking with royalty, winner of The Bachelor, one Hardly. of the best seasons, <laughs> one of the best seasons, Rachel Lindsay season, uh, Dr. Brian Abasolo. Hello, how are you? What's going on, Dave? Like Big fan, man. 20 seconds in and I'm already stuck in a traffic jam here. <laughs> Can we get by that? This is uh, part of the controversy. You got space on this side. Uh, look at that, teamwork already. Uh, so excited to have you here today. I want to jump right in Let's to the it. conversation we had in our DMs where you said, hey, I know you might not like, what did you say? Uh, basically, you know, I've, I heard it you make what? a comment one time. I don't know if you were driving from the chiropractor or somebody, you know, sent you a message about a chiropractor, but... I don't know. It's see if I remember correctly, like you weren't a big fan, or you were like saying a joke. Yeah, I got like a, a joke. chiropractic. I joke. got a joke that I go, I, I go, I get why chiropractors don't believe in medicine because medicine doesn't believe in chiropractors. Oh, that's true. Uh, There's but, I, but some I, do, some <laughs> do. Not not not, not all. Of and them, you know, it's so funny. Right before we started filming, we just said everyone thinks one thing versus the other. There's no nuance left right, in the world. Right, right, right. But there is a lot of nuance with chiropractor, right? Yeah. I mean, as far as like, there's people that are good at what they do, like doctors, and then there's doctors that run pain uh, shops in Florida. Like, there's right. a little bit the of... pill mills, pill yeah. Pill mills, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, I grew up, uh, you know, I would take the Tylenols and ibuprofens and all those, you know, medications just because I didn't really know, um, you know, what was good for me. I would just follow whatever my parents, obviously, I was, they were looking out for me. But as I grew into college and, you know, I kind of started working out, started eating healthier, you know, just that natural lifestyle naturally developed. And I actually met a chiropractor in the city where I was going to college in Gainesville, Florida, um, go Gators. And, you know, she was doing well. I shadowed her for, you know, a few weeks. I love the patient interaction. I love the results that she was getting with the patients. So that's kind of like when my love for chiropractic grew right there. Um, I love the fact that it was natural, um, you know, no drugs, no surgery, no injections, you know, none of that stuff. And, Let you know, I'm you. not opposed to medicine. Like I know there's, <laughs> you know, there's, um, you know, there's life-saving drugs. There's uh, regenerative medicine is a huge thing now where, you know, it's, it's more on the natural side. It works with your, you know, things that your body produces itself, but at the same time, it doesn't have those side effects that those heavy drugs do. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I'm not anti-medicine myself. I went, the last 15 years without health insurance poor actor and the first thing I splurged on when I started making some money was getting health care and right. I go to the doctor next thing you know I'm on three different prescriptions right I'm on right. all these things <laughs> like vitamin D I'll go outside and get some right exactly it's but free <laughs> I went on this one I got a, I got a toe I got a toe issue from okay. baseball I got a toe fungus I'm not freaked out oh, no. by it I got like the athlete whatever you know what I mean athlete's foot and they, and they, they give me this thing and they go alright just don't go in the sun don't drink alcohol all these things be careful of your liver and, and next thing you know I'm, I'm getting super anxious I got all these other issues oh, I'm not kidding I go home to my family in Rhode Island a couple months ago um, I take a little bit of cough medication, just like some like Dayquil, because right. we were going to a Red Sox game that day, and I was like, not I had a little cough coming on. I got so sick, I immediately completely shit myself. Oh, no. Like every now, I made it to the bathroom, <laughs> but I, I went and I immediately was like the highest I've ever been, and I Google it. And was it a combination? It was a combination. That's but the thing, even man. without the combination, this thing was already doing all this crazy stuff. I Google it, and someone goes, you know what, my husband, and I don't, I can't, I, I didn't go farther than this. They go, my husband got Parkinson's and, and died. A, a, a combination of things from this one anti-fungal, <laughs> and I go, Yikes. I'll find another it's like, way. like, I'll, I'll, li I'll live with the fungus. Yeah. It's like not that I was like, that was deal. it. The anxiety and all that. I live my whole life just being healthy. And, and again, I understand there's life-saving medicine. 
medicines and everything out there, but there's also the for-profit and, you know. We're over-medicated. Over like a lot of, I have a patient right now, you know, sweet old lady. She's on like eight, nine medications. It's like, is that necessary? It's like three blood pressure meds, a diabetes. It's like, yeah. and then she's, you know, there's no wonder why she doesn't feel good. You know, I'm trying to do the best I can, like in a natural way. Obviously, I can't say, hey, stop taking those meds because that's not my call. Like, you know, follow doctor's orders, you know, whatever your primary says. But I'm trying to do my best to, you know, basically counteract, you know, all those side effects and just get her out of pain um, in a more natural way. It's just, you know, sometimes it's tough. Yeah, so so to answer your question, I'm not anti-chiropractor. You said you were going to one, right? Well, I was. You were, I, okay. the, the guy was a kook. This guy was a kook. My wife texted me, <laughs> I'm not kidding, 20 minutes ago, oh my gosh, I just fucked up my back so bad, get Brian over here. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm going to start House bringing call. Him. Yeah, we're going home. Um, no, but uh, I totally, I had a crush sacrum in college that only a oh. chiropractor could fix after months of physical therapy. Jeez, how um, that happen? Uh, squats, oh. which is probably the, probably the number one cause, I would guess. I couldn't yeah, tie man. my shoes. I was, you know, 20. That's and, so, um, it's rough. No one could get it cracked until, like, none of the uh, physical therapy, nothing could fix it until a chiropractor manipulated it. Right. And the way I've been told with chiropractory, and let me know if I'm getting, getting any of this wrong, it's like, you get your tires rotated, but a lot of people don't get their body adjusted. Right, right. And get things your body's fixed. a fine, you know, well-oiled machine. It's got to get a tune-up every now and then. You know what I mean? It's a high-performance vehicle. Now, they got these crack shops. Right. Which I think is what they're called, where they line you up and <laughs> bump, bump, bump people's elbow to you. That is where I was a little concerned because my wife likes, she likes attention. She likes to know. Right, yeah. You know, talk a little bit, crack a little bit. Here yeah. We go. And she this, wants that like concierge type service. Yeah. yeah. And I'm that way too. We didn't get touched enough growing up. And so I'm like, <laughs> I want Brian's hands on me. Let's, by the way, which, which I did have to ask, what is the percentage of women that come into your shop now knowing you're, uh, you know, they see you on the show and they're like, I think my neck's pinched a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. Every time I mention that I'm a chiropractor, all of a sudden, oh, you know what? I have been having this neck issue or back issue. So they're always, you know, coming up with that. But yeah, I would say 70, 30, I would say. Women to, women to men. Okay. Yeah, women to men. I mean, let's be honest. Some chiropractor moves are pretty sexual. The uh, one where, you, and now you don't have to, I don't want to break any of your code of ethics. This is my opinion. <laughs> you're on top. You're kind of moving them in a way. Yeah. You know, you got to make sure your hands are, you know, are in the proper place. You got to educate the patient. You got to talk to them, you know, talk them through it. You know, you don't, you don't know what the patient's thinking. If there's their first time, you know, it could be a, like I had, you know, a young girl, she was with her boyfriend, her boyfriend, you know, is a, an influencer. I'll say that. And he brought her in and you know, she had never gotten adjusted before. She was super scared. Mm. And yeah, you just have to talk them through it and, you know, kind of explain what you're doing, you know, what the crack is, uh, which is basically gas or air being released from the joint when I manipulate the spine. And, you know, it's going it, to, it sounds worse than it actually is. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when I did it, she actually kind of giggled. I actually posted it on social media, but she giggled. I was like, oh my God, it wasn't that bad. So people like, react differently, right? That's the reaction what that I get that? from most people. Like, you know, oh my God, I, I thought this was so much worse. Because I, at the same time, we put mics on. Right. Like for everybody out there, like obviously ASMR is a big thing now. Yep. And uh, we want to enhance that sound of the adjustment. So yeah, we place a mic on it. So we want everybody to hear it. And you know, just that sound of relief. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much all it is. I mean, it's not, it's not something that's gonna, that's gonna hurt. I mean, if somebody is very acute, let's say they come in with a, you know, hot disc, low back issue that, you know, they're coming bent over, 
maybe I don't crank into them that yeah. day. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe put them on some therapy to decrease the inflammation, get them standing upright again, and then kind of ease into the adjustment. So, what percentage of the manipulation is that what it's called? A manipulation, a, an adjustment, adjustment, a manipulation. Yeah. What percentage of that is what you do versus like other um, things? Well, it's it's kind of like my foundation, right? That's what I went to school for. That's what you know chiropractors are known for. So you always want to keep the spine in line, right? You want to line everything up. You know, whether it's their hip being hips being off balance, um, you know, kink in their neck. Sometimes people sleep wrong. I mean, there's tons of issues that people could come in with. But you know, aligning the spine. Like, there's a lot of things that go into somebody's pain. There could be the spine, you know, misalignment, but there, there could also be muscles, right? The muscles are what attach to the spine and keep everything in line. So if the muscles are weak, you know, you bending over to pick up a pencil, all of a sudden you feel a sharp pain. That right. could be the muscle stretching more than it should. And that could, you know, throw your spine out of whack. So there's a, a lot of things that go into play. So I have adjustments, but then I do adjunctive therapy, things like uh, deep tissue laser therapy, spinal decompression, Machines that basically can do things that my hands can't, right? So combine them together, it's like the perfect protocol to address everything that's causing your pain. These machines are taking over our jobs, Brian. Yeah, man, I'm telling you. They're out there. Um, just as a side, I mean, part of what you got to do for your business is promote it. And yeah. with me and stand-up, i got to post stupid clips. And then so this, there is this like TikTok world of, like you said, the chiropractors posting those moments. You get great responses from, from the crowd. Half the time yeah. they're there laughing and they look like they just had an orgasm. I mean, truthfully, you're just like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, yeah. And I love dog chiropractors. Which no, I don't that know is wild, I don't man. know what that is, but they look in dogs' faces. The dog is like, what just happened? <laughs> they're like, you just took me down. Right, right. But, you know, sometimes it's, it's truly like the viral ones are like the girl in the you know comes in in her yoga pants as that's that's what that's what you would wear to go yeah, yeah. and then you gotta you gotta make that content you know it's funny i have friends that send me those like you know viral clips or memes and immediately i'm like yep would not do that <laughs> too much <laughs> liability because you know they, they put their hands like we were talking about they put their hands in all kinds of places that i believe they shouldn't go or at least it's not worth it yeah to risk that so i was gonna ask that because you know you got say you got a tiktok video you make you know you, you do everything ethically by the books but then your wife is she jealous is she like oh you had to you had to why did samantha come in three times this week for a <laughs> like, no she doesn't keep tabs on the visits i mean she'll you know she's supportive like any other wife you know she'll like the video or whatnot but technically she does not like the cracking, believe oh, it or really? not. Yeah, she doesn't Just, the... because I mean that's that's one of the coolest things. At to least marry. her neck, her neck, yeah. she doesn't like. Yeah. Well, that's what can be. Neck. That's what can be scary. Right, like, right, right. Now, are you, are you ever afraid of a, of a tear, of an arterial tear or whatever? I mean, yeah, I know there's obviously a lot of a lot in the news. Sometimes you know, whenever an event like that happens, I mean, it's very, very rare. I mean, right. you got you got a better chance of getting hit by lightning, pretty much. Right. Um, there's a lot more. Not knocking MDs, but, you know, there's a reason why their malpractice insurance is, you know, super sky high. Ours is actually very low because of the chances of any type of injury like that is very low. Has it ever happened before? Obviously, yes. But, um, you know, I think it all depends on, you know, the doctor, the technique, you know, the, the positioning of the neck. Yeah. I mean, there are... Um, there are uh, positions that maybe you could put the patient's neck in that are more susceptible to potentially causing that. Not that right. it will, but you just want to have your technique on point, you know, your exams, because we run exams as well prior 
like tests just to see if they're susceptible to that type of uh, an event. No, and it's because like my my uh, best friend died of a stroke, but it wasn't a chiropractic right. related. He I don't know I don't think they know what caused it, but he was only thirty. Right. So right. I just have this general fear of 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 that out there. But you know, like you said, so many doctors, and I wanted to get into. Um, there's a difficult conversation between being body positive, but also being health conscious. Right, and I right. made a video early on during the pandemic being like, we need a national diet. Now I know the D word diet is scary to some people, but I was like, we need, we are one of the most obese countries in the world. Yeah, and yeah. you need every, you need your immunity to be as strong as possible. My mom lost about 125 pounds wow. over the pandemic. It's changed her. How did you do it? She, um, she went on like a holistic diet. She, she, talks to um, like a, a Hindu lady every morning who's like her health coach. Okay. And my mom's, um, we're, my family's Catholic, but yeah, my mom's I was also, Catholic as yeah, well. and my, my dad's super, my stepdad's super Catholic, okay. but my mom's more spiritual. So we were always raised kind of spiritually. She was always like, you need to visualize the base hit before my like literally game. Right. I'd be like, mom, <laughs> chill out. But the older I've got, the more I've been like, all right, my mom was onto something. And she's had her sort of like child of an alcoholic. Um, so she was never an alcoholic, but we, we come from that family and she's always been aware of that 12-step program thing and just through talking out and knowing what her addiction was she's regained control of her life right and i right. feel like so many doctors just want to tell you what to do to fix a problem short term right like a painkiller or whatever I put a band-aid on a bullet wound and basically. how bad is that for people that it might not be as as um, much of a news story as like a stroke but it's it's important to have the conversation where like Western medicine isn't the only answer with so many different problems that are out there. Yeah, no, absolutely. I totally feel where you're coming from. Uh, one more thing on like the strokes, but yeah, like uh, people that, you know, women who go to like the hairdresser and like, you know how when they put their necks back in that mm. thing that kind of covers their, their head or whatnot, like just that positioning or, you know, shaving or, you know, uh, basically flexing your neck or extending your neck, excuse me, backwards, that just that positioning, certain positioning, doesn't even have to be an adjustment. You know, certain things like that could cause an event like that that you were speaking of. So, yeah, it's just, you just got to be careful. But speaking of, you know, Western medicine, yeah, like we're a lot of doctors, you know, they go to school and, you know, they're taught, you know, I know I'm going to probably get flack for this, but, you know, they get taught pharmacology and they got no real education on like nutrition and how to live a healthy lifestyle and you know they just basically medicate you and you know their answer for anything that ails you is a pill so that's something that obviously needs to change i mean we are i think 90 percent. i was i actually did a seminar yesterday or i watched a webinar and if i'm not mistaken don't call me on this guys but i could go verify but actually you know what i think it's in my phone go Hold for on. it i believe 90 percent of the opioid crisis is in the United States, yeah. in the world. In I mean, the world. Have you seen Dope Sick on uh, Hulu? I have not. Uh, you got to watch it. Uh, I'm, Michael I'm sure Keaton it's accurate. Went, won Best Actor for it. Um, it's an absolutely fantastic and horrifying portrayal of pill mills, and it leads to, uh, I mean, literally, we, we live in Los Angeles. We right. see people on the street um, doing crack. Yeah. I saw a guy searching for a vein in his arm with an iPhone cord. And you don't choose that life. That's because in part of a despair that exists, you know, because you get addicted to these pain meds that right. they, they told us flat out, this is not addictive. And they, they bought, you know, they bought their way through the lobby, through the um, FDA or whatever the hell regulates it. And 
That's why I, I personally, I believe in medicine, but I don't necessarily believe in all doctors. Right, I have, right. Um, I, I, we, had, um, we had a doctor, my wife has Lyme disease, and mm. we went to what was supposed to be one of the best doctors in L.A., and he just starts Googling Lyme disease at the same computer. We, we just Googled <laughs> That's it. That's concerning. He told us everything we already knew. She ended up going to a doctor in Washington, D.C., who cured, uh, or made herself, uh, put herself in a remission from Lyme disease, because you don't really cure it. And she went across the country to get help because nobody wanted to treat it. Everyone just wanted to do antibiotics when, right. in fact, it's way more complicated. Of course. So of course. much so that even mentioning it now, there'll be a Reddit thread being like, Dave believes his wife had Lyme disease. As if the bed she soaked herself through from her nighttime sweats. Right. As, as if all these things weren't true. Like she was making shit up. It's and like, the thing that on, ended man. up helping her was some pharmaceutical stuff right. and some... Uh, different types of, um, you know, like I, I don't diet know. Diet changes. Diet changes, yeah. but also, like, I think it was, like, peppermint. There was different essential like herbs, oils. essential herbs, oils, yeah. Eastern medicine. Yeah. And it was a whole concoction of things and a whole book full of different treatments to yeah. help her out. Yeah, no, no, it's absolutely. Um, right, you got your facts there? Yeah. U.S. consumes 90% of the world's opioids. The U.S. has the highest drug overdose rate in the world. In 2019, uh, let's see, opioids are the leading cause of death of Americans under the age of 50. In 2019, there were 70,000 deaths. 2020, 93,000 deaths. 2021, 110,000 deaths. So it's only getting worse and worse. I mean, it's, it's and insane. And they can afford, when, when there is a class action issue, they can afford to throw money at it. And it keeps murdering and, and, and just crushing. And it's not a political issue. Right, right. It's not liberals. or It's right. in Ohio. It's in the Rust Belt. Exactly. It's here on the streets. No, and check this out for, like, our economy. I mean, the White House Council of Economic Advisors, most recent analysis estimates that the opioid epidemic costs $696 billion in 2018 and more than $2.5 trillion between 2015 and 2018. This is approximately 20% of the total cost of our health care. So, so anyway, it's a huge problem. The joke making fun of chiropractors is a lot shorter than the other issue, but right. I'll make, I'm making fun of my wife nonstop. So the point is, is if there's a laugh I can find... Um, right, on stage right, and going right. For it. But uh, well, yeah, she's more than welcome to come through, man. You guys oh, are welcome. We will. We for sure will. Now, what? Uh, when can you tell when there's a new client that's a bachelor person? Like, was your client today a bachelor person? Uh, they yeah. Like, let me get a selfie. There, was, there was one. Uh, no, the influencer. Well, actually, there was two influencers. One was a bachelor person, and one was uh, more TikTok. Okay. He's big on Instagram. More TikTok. Tons of followers, but, but yeah. Um, I don't, honestly, I don't, I mean, he, I actually told him that I was going on your show. Okay. And he had a, a friend that's already been on here, so. Oh, really? I'll, I'll let that up. On Drive with Dave? Yeah, yeah. When was Katie Thurston? No. Or Susie Evans? No, it, it was a male. Huh, Mario? Nope. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Andrew, okay, I'm out of guess. That might have well, been. Well, that last one, he's, he's okay. in that group. Okay, Let's okay. just say that. Okay. Let, he's in that crew. We're, we're going to work our way through all of LA here. <laughs> Um, so I wanted to ask you a few questions. Um, I saw this quote, a little attitude will make that shit last. That was a quote I saw that you said about your oh, relationship. Wow. What, is, what does that mean to you? A little attitude will make shit last. Um, Do you have a spite? You have some spice in the relationship? Yeah, I feel like, you know, you don't want, I don't, I don't know if men or women want a pushover for a partner. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I've had relationships in the past where everything was great on paper, you know, it was super sweet. Family was great. Like everything checked off, mm -hmm. you know, all the boxes were checked off, but there was just something missing. And I'm not like, I don't want to say that has to be like a toxic thing, but you know, just somebody that 
has an opinion, you know, can, you know, has has thoughts and ideas. Rachel has got, opinions? Yeah, yeah, believe it or not, she does. <laughs> She's she does. fantastic with her opinions. Yeah, she I mean, you know, so you, eloquent. I mean, you know, that lawyer. I was going to say, lawyer you married mentality. a lawyer. My wife should have been a lawyer because I have lost every case. I've brought, I brought evidence. I, my witnesses, I, nothing. My <laughs> All wife that gets thrown out. <laughs> she is so good, but yeah, a little friction makes a little fire. Yeah, and I'm exactly. the same way. I don't think I would want someone who just fawns over. It's just like I don't know. And it's not like necessarily playing games. It's like it's it's okay if your personality types are different enough uh, where you yeah. can like keep each other on on your toes. And by the way, that's a Drake line. By the way. Oh, did I say yeah. Drake line? Yeah, that's that's well. I got it from Drake. Oh, that's, that's actually a line in what that's actually a line in one of his songs. Oh, so. how funny. I don't know. I, th- I found some truth to that. So what what do you find? Do you have something that you most, uh, that you avoid, not avoid, but like something that that you guys butt heads on? Whether it's pop culture or just, uh, you know, lifestyle things, food. Um, yeah, she's a big textures person. So like she doesn't like anything, you know, mashed potatoes, avocado. Um. Does that have to do with not liking her neck cracked? Is it the same sort of? I, I don't know. I, I, actually, that's a good question. I don't think it. Ha- I don't think they're related, but there's just certain things. Like, for example, she does not eat cheese whatsoever. Whoa. I love cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how do you avoid that? Oh right? boy. But she does it. I mean, she actually told me she used to eat cheese like by the cube, like by itself, when she was a little girl. And then from one day to the next, it was like aversion to cheese. My wife was doing the vegan cheese for a while. She oh, gave. She gave no, in. Man, no. But we'd get these vegan pizzas, and then I would. I would bring my own cheese <laughs> and, <laughs> and like, take it, it and move hers to the side. And I would get, I would break chopsticks up, you know, like the free, the freezer pizza. And I would put the chopstick on like the demilitarized right, zone. Right. Like, this is my side. You right. stay away. You, Does she get upset that you use like real cheese? No, no. And now she loves cheese, but I think she right. was just avoiding it. She was like pretty hardcore, just trying to avoid it for health, health reasons. But, right. Right. But, uh, she's back. We got her back. No. And listen, like that's one of the things like, you know, I've got a little flack on that as well. The whole, you know, dairy industry, like a lot of these products, like I actually am a huge proponent of raw milk, like raw dairy in general. So like raw milk, uh, raw cheese, uh, raw butter, um, because those things are untouched. They're unpasteurized. They're non-homogenized. Like they don't get stripped of any of the beneficial, uh, nutrients that, uh, you know, that, you, you know, you go to a, to buy milk at the gas station, you're getting the worst quality milk. You know what I mean? It's it's something where, you know, if people were consuming the the actual true most farm to table stuff, you know, they would benefit big time. But you know, there's a huge stigma about raw milk and you know getting people sick or whatnot. But it's just like the they, ones that have like the dairy aversions, in my opinion. Now, other people out there might think differently. They We'll say this is hogwash, but yeah, we're gonna have big, big uh, processed dairy against <laughs> right, us, right, big right. pharma. But it is big, big corporations with their with, with their processing of food is right. killing people. Yeah, no. uh, in a different way. I mean, I'm I'm right now kind of going keto because I'm trying to lose some weight. Yeah. We're going to the Maldives, and I'm like, if I don't look like <laughs> Brian Abasolo by the time we take a photo in the Maldives, I don't want to be hey, there. Hey man, I'm a I'm a big proponent of keto. I, I you know I've done that diet many a times. I mean, I don't do it you know, long-term or for like extremely long stretches, but here and there, I mean, I'm not like 
carb averse. You know what I mean? I, I will yeah. delve into some uh, white rice and sweet potatoes, and you know, oh, I just try to stick to the animal. healthier ones. I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, but I'll indulge every now and then. It's a, uh, you know, I think it's you know, balance is key in life. In moderation, and I'm an in addict. Moderation, yeah. I'm, an, I'm a sugar addict. Right. I find my joy in a pizza and eating a tub of ice cream. I'm just, I'm just. Uh, there isn't much moderation I can do. Yeah. It's just I've learned that about myself that I don't drink much. It's yeah, just same. I want a I want a whole pizza. I want we had a little Caesars by our old place. I had to drive oh, home pizza, in the pizza. other way just to avoid the hot and ready. This thing was <laughs> like, hot and ready. I yeah, mean, ready to go, man. But no. you've got not six but eight abs. I counted. What the hell, man? <sighs> you fit your body looks like a. I photoshopped it. Hey, man. You're I'm, 40, I got, 43. I got to thank 42, my parents for that one, I guess. I'm 43. 43? Officially 43. I saw it and I was like, God damn. I've always used the excuse that, well, I'm older. You don't need abs. And then here you are. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, man. I um, I mean, right now I'm like really strict with my diet. I mean, there, there'll be phases where I'll like slack off a little bit. And, you know, sometimes I'll get to a point where it's like, all right, it's time to get serious. And, you know, I'll stay on point in my workouts. I'll, you know, the diet is on point. I'm really big proponent of fasting mm. um intermittent fasting um for the most part i usually do like an 18 uh excuse me a 16 8 so fasting for 16 uh eight hour eating window so what do you like 10 a.m to 6 p.m yeah or usually 12 to 8 okay. so like i'll skip breakfast altogether um i can maybe do that i'll too have with like a, a coffee, coffee or tea yeah. black coffee you know tea with no sugar no cream none of that stuff um just like a a black coffee iced right that's all I'll have. It'll get me that little caffeine boost that I need to get going. It'll kill those hunger pangs until I get to noon. And that's when I have my first meal. You know, maybe have like two to three meals in between those eight hours and right at eight, cut it off. Dude, isn't it crazy? We, we, we're from the same age where the food pyramid had like loaves of bread. Right, yeah. Buckets of completely oatmeal. backwards. What completely the hell backwards. did they do? I always say I was a virgin for so long because right. I was convinced I needed like five cups of milk a day for my bones. <laughs> so there I am, chubby with zits. You know, no, yeah. it's like, what the hell were oh, we no, thinking? Oh, no, man. I'm telling you, like, I used to drink whole milk but the the bad kind right the pasteurized you know all the processed stuff and then i actually switched over to skim milk and i used to have really bad acne yeah like bad acne and i had this um it's karis oh, i forgot the name of it it has like some funky name but it was like these like bumps on the back of my arms everybody thought like oh this guy's juicing <laughs> like, yeah. but it literally was just like this skin and like they've literally gone completely no away ever since i changed my diet um we just didn't Keto. have access to this information when right, we were younger. Right, now they've right. got that. Like, I thought I was doing good. They have like right? a face chart that says if you have um, acne here, yeah. it's hormonal. It's like face we mapping, didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. That sounds kooky to think that way. But yeah. then you've got these Eastern religions that are like, well, we could have told you that about a thousand years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's know. what we've been doing. Yeah, yeah. and of course they live to an older age. They're healthy. They're flexible. Like that yoga lifestyle and everything. And yeah, we've just been in this like get strong, don't be flexible, pop some ibuprofen, and right. then and I still. I'll take ibuprofen when I, I yeah play listen I mean if your head is about it feels like it's about to explode I mean you got to take care of it in that moment but yes limit limit that right I'm big on getting hydrated now yeah, I got one of those giant go. buckets of go. water with the time on it so yep, like at what yep. time of day I should be drinking it yep. and to be honest Tom Brady got me into that because I'm, <laughs> I'm a big I'm a big I'm a big I'm a New Englander he's my he's my dad he's your, he's your goat and man. he goes always well, everybody's goat yeah he's the, he's just the best but he's like yeah I drink a lot of water and yeah. it's like oh yeah who would have thought? No, so my wife's been doing this like 
plyo fascia stuff because okay. she's got um is it oste- not osteoporosis what's the crooked back um, it, uh, scoliosis yes she, yeah. she's had it her whole life and she's always like masked how to fix it like not mask it but like she's always cheated her body to work with it and right. now they're like she's overcompensating with certain muscles so now they're just cause digging yeah. into it and breaking up everything like all the scar tissue and they're like you all need all to be drinking more water yeah, because this yeah. stuff's like this, you know, and as she has been, she's like felt the felt it all kind of flow through. Yeah, just a, a quick tip. I mean, I believe in this because I've actually felt the results. Um, add a little real salt to your water. Okay. It'll help your tissues absorb the water a little bit. You more. know what they so have? Just like a little pinch of, of of real salt. She's been using droplets of like sodium droplets that are okay. that that I think that's what it is. They gave her a special kind of put in her water yeah. because she was like cramping up. And yeah, stuff. you need those minerals to you know prevent from cramping. I'm a huge proponent of magnesium. Like mm-hmm. I take I take a full serving of magnesium every single night before I go to bed. It's like a natural muscle relaxer. It helps you sleep better. Um, deeper sleep, I mean, which is huge for everybody sleep, nowadays. Yeah, oh yeah, my gosh. How, how many sleep. hours do you get? Uh, no less than six. Mm. Ideally, I want to get seven to eight. If I got le- get less than six, which... which I'm struggling. I cannot... I, the next day I go, let's get through the day. We're not going to try to do any stand-up writing. Like, all those creative things are just done. And as they say, if you don't get a certain amount of hours, you crave more right. sweets and all these things. But like six and a half for me is like a pretty good benchmark. If I can get more than that, I feel like a million bucks in it. Yeah, they've, been, they, they've done studies on like students. They gave them four hours of sleep and eight hours of sleep. And the next day they tested them, quizzed them, whatnot. The group that slept eight hours retained like twice the information. Yeah, and I was I was having this conversation did. yesterday with my wife. I was like, we don't know if we're gonna have kids or not. But I was like, the idea that I was like, I said, Tasha, what time did you have to get up in the morning? You know, you got to right here. <laughs> we all five, have that. Married couples, we all have that conversation. Yeah, we're like, like, oh, we travel the world, we do all these things. We're like, do we need a kid? Like, and maybe we just, you know, what, whatever. Right, but the point, right, right. the point is, is that we're like, we, I would, if if it was possible to like petition my school to be like, why don't they start at eight thirty? You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. they kids need sleep more than adults. You kind of need less as you get older, but you still have that benchmark that you learn. I heard they wanted to, like, shorten the work week or, like, the school week to four days. You know, yeah. get that extra day in of rest. It's like, it may, maybe, but also maybe just not 7 right. a.m. start time so every day. So early, Like, yeah. I get that that's so, like, parents can get off to school, but, like, figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> and with this traffic in L.A., I mean, good Lord, it's like... I used to drive Uber, and we, um... Actually, that's how I hurt my neck. I got in an accident. Someone hit me and flipped ah. my, uh, or put my Jeep onto two wheels. Oof. And luckily I got, um, luckily I was able to get it on camera. You were the only one in the car? Yeah. Oh, wow. And I mean, it, it hurt a big neck injury. I got a little little lawsuit, but only enough to cover years of physical therapy. therapy yeah. but, the, but, ser- but again, another example of the chiropractor being the thing that really helped right. me. Um, but yeah, I used to drive, I used to like drive kids to school on Uber. You know, they'd be like, you know, divorced parents. Like one kid, the parents will check me out, make sure I'm not a weirdo, and then put me in their car. <laughs> right. and it's like these, like LA or in any town. I mean, that's the. the it's sp- funny, like they joke about that. Like 30 years ago, it's like the concept of putting your kid or, a, you know, going getting into a complete stranger's car was like nothing you'd ever think about yeah. and now it's like commonplace now i'm yeah. like oh we're driving jeffrey again in the back seat but yeah <laughs> right, it's right. um the idea of sleep and all all these things kind of tie together yeah. now you did and we'll wrap up in a few minutes here you did you were living in florida when you won bachelorette you guys got engaged how long did you do long distance because uh rachel was based in texas and in then dallas LA? yeah she was in dallas she was a working attorney at the time she's still you know, was with her firm at the time. So she wanted to get back right into it. 
I think she had trial like right shortly after the show. Um, so she wanted to get back into it. Me personally, thankfully, I had taken a test back years ago when I graduated. Um, it was, a, it was, there's four parts of the board. So there's one, two, three, and four, but four was only required if you wanted to practice in other States. Okay. So me and my uh, fellow colleagues in, in school, we were like, you know what? Why don't we just take part four? And in my head, I was like, I'm never leaving Florida. Like, I didn't know what the hell was going to happen. But luckily, we just convinced each other, like, hey, let's just do it. You never know. We ended up taking it. So my ability to pick up and leave Florida and just go anywhere in the country and apply for a license, you know, pay a fee and, you know, send in some information that they would ask for. And I was done. If I wouldn't have taken that test, I probably would have had to have gone back to school, taken that board in order to qualify for California, which Mm -hmm. would have been a disaster because I don't know about you, but I don't want to go back to school. I mean, great. Continuing education is is very important. We have to complete those hours, uh, 40 hours every two years for Florida and actually 24 hours for California as as a chiropractor. But um, yeah, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't in that mind frame. So luckily I had that. Uh, board test passed and I was able to just transition. I went to Dallas. Obviously, we were committed to the relationship. And, and then just to cut in, at what point in the relationship do, does this conversation happen? Is this a fantasy suite? Like, hey, would you move here? Because those things are important to know. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you've heard the story. Rachel Rachel had a list. Rachel had, oh, really? Rachel had a, like a PDF document. You, how much, to... what, was your, uh, what was your win percentage on that? Um, I mean, I think I answered every... Like, I was completely forthright I, I told her everything she wanted to know like I didn't hold anything back because right. you know I know there's been instances I know in Bachelor Nation where you know people don't talk about those things until after it airs mm-hmm. and then you know on the tell all or whatnot then it comes to light and that's a big problem so I didn't want to be in that situation I was like look this is the deal I answered every single one of her questions that she had you know my thoughts on things you know family moving to Dallas quote unquote and that was it so um I was open and ready you know if she was to choose me at the end that we were going to move forward and and be together like that was the main thing so I had no problem moving to Dallas stayed there from what 2017 to 2019 we ended up moving to Miami because now she was able to sacrifice she was working in Bristol at ESPN and she was able to travel around so that she really didn't oh, need to be Oh, she was working in, in, in Bristol, Connecticut? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, oh. well, she would fly in. Right, right, She right. would fly in, do some work, then fly back, but Miami kind of was like a good hub for that East Coast, uh, Northeast uh, trip. And, you know, she could go to Dallas, she'd go to New York, Bristol, Connecticut. Um, you know, so she didn't really need to be in Dallas. But it's she nomadic. Had left, she had left to, her firm at that point. Yeah, you're chasing the yeah. opportunities. And right. then, of course, she gets, was Extra based in Los Angeles? Extra was based in Los Angeles. So she took off October of 2020. So, heart, you know, heart of the pandemic right there. That's when my stuff took off. Yeah. So Covering she, her. Yeah, right. Your, your wife's good interviewing <laughs> skills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, this Tesla was paid by your wife there knowing you how to interview. Uh... Thanks, babe. <laughs> Tell her I said thank you. I will, I will. Um, so, yeah, so she, you know, the opportunity arose. I mean, that's pretty much her dream job. Miami just isn't the market for that. It's a big market, but it was going to be more local stuff, like the national I've never been to coverage Miami. media was in New York or LA. Yeah, is what it is, yeah. I've right? never been to Miami, but it sounds like a fun town. But it is, it is a lifestyle. Yeah, 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 it is a lifestyle. But you're um, you're from Florida, but your family's from Colombia. Born and raised in Miami. Okay. Born and raised in Miami. But what was your uh, connection? My parents are Colombian. Okay, so both Colombian. But, both born and raised. Both born and my dad came over. He moved to New York when he was like thirteen. Where in Colombia? 
uh, so small coastal town called Barranquilla. Barranquilla. Yeah, so Is it's like an hour. Cartagena? It's like an hour and a half from Cartagena. So we went on our first international trip to Colombia, and we had so much fun. I saw that you brought Rachel there. She must have loved the food. Oh yeah, that's we, a fun. We, we had a we had a blast. We, oh uh, my it was actually one of my uh, although probably hot as hell. Oh my god, humid. because we went like in August. Yeah, so it was bad. Uh, we went for a wedding. One of my cousins was getting married, and uh, they just had this like full out lavish wedding. I mean, we were we were living we were literally in like like luxury huts mm -hmm. like up in the up in the air so we could see like the entire landscape of the ocean um there was like four flights of stairs leading up to our Amazing. our bungalow or whatever you want to call it and but air conditioned room service would come up and uh you know events you know those beach parties there was you know the rehearsal dinners the so it was like a week-long event um but yeah she definitely got her fair share of Colombia. Uh, we we thought yeah. about getting married there. We loved it so much. Yeah. And we're, we're considering going back because once we got, to, we got to Cartagena, we started off in Bogota, Medellin. Yep. So we went from the mountains and worked our way down. And we just loved it. We were like, oh, we didn't book enough days in Cartagena. I, don't, right, I can't right, pronounce right. it as good as you can. Yeah, but. maybe maybe you want to like finish off in Cartagena if you want to kind of just like and you wind down. Benenquillo? Barranquillo. Barranquillo. That's <laughs> oh, the Irish. I got it. That's the you gotta roll the R's a little bit. No, there's gotta... no rolling. I've tried. <laughs> no rolling, good money no trying rolling. to roll these R's. So then you moved to L.A. How to LA. has has that was six months later, by the way. That was six months yeah, after that. So uh, April, like first couple of days in April 2021, is when I arrived. Did you know the long distance was only going to be short term? Like, is this the is this the prize to finally make it? where you can, yeah. I mean, because long distance sucks. Yeah, no, it definitely sucks. I mean, that was a tough six months, I'm not going to lie, you know, but I was so wrapped up in my office in Miami, like I was trying to grow that. And good um, to see that she's super busy. Yeah, and she was doing her thing. If she was know. unemployed, it'd be like, when are you going to, you know, FaceTime? Right, right, right. So she was doing her thing out in LA, so I was like, yeah, go for sure, go do your thing. And it, what was tough for me was, I guess, just transitioning from Miami to LA, because I basically had to start from scratch. So I had to start closing down my practice like in like the beginning of the year so like january 1st i had to stop marketing because the way my practice works is i'm dealing with like chronic pain you know let's say you yeah. get in a car accident you got herniated discs in your neck like that's just that's not a quick fix mm -hmm. like you're gonna have to come in for a protocol that i set up specifically to handle that type of situation mm -hmm. and it's it could be a 10-week protocol so i couldn't be signing people up in February, uh, so knowing that I'm leaving in March. Petering out. Right. So I kind of had to shut down marketing, which obviously hurt my bottom line. So no new patients, no new money was yeah. coming in. Kind of just had to finish out the people that I owed their therapy and then uh, close that down, flew here. Um, and how, you've been and it, it actually took me a while to find this place. Um, this is right near the pain specialist I had to go to when, oh, really? when I was in my, just, just to prove that I actually was injured because at first the x-rays didn't see it then the MRIs did and it was like right, you gotta what, go you to know, different doctors you gotta just to, uh, not to and the guy couldn't even help me he just was for the lawsuit to prove build it. up the case and I was like, like to call, and yeah. then I was like can we get it fixed now right, <laughs> it was such a slow right. process I was like I'd like to fix things but this is like the medical this is like the medical capital of the west coast right I mean this is where yeah. all this we're Cedar sinai that's close by yeah it's right? right down the street I mean I'm right down the street from uh, the Beverly Center which is a huge mall and um, yeah this is like medical office space pretty much there's a bunch of attorneys doctors physical therapists so um, if we it. were to pitch you to any of our audience what what types of what you know how can how can you help people if they've got chronic issues or yeah. not sleeping like what so i can pretty much treat any part of the body so i do necks and backs for the most part but i can do shoulders elbows knees like any extremity pain uh chronic issues uh that's my that's my specialty 
Um, I got you know all the latest and greatest, latest and greatest gadgets to address the inflammatory process. Um, you know, help regenerate and repair the tissue. Obviously, I can adjust, uh, can adjust you. Um, and you're gonna get Tasha and I in there. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck us up. And I also got. Uh, you know, being in LA, you know, let's everybody's health conscious and, you know, looking to uh, look their best and feel their best. So mm-hmm. I actually got into weight loss and body contouring. Okay. So I also do that. That's kind of just opened up a whole nother stream of revenue for What's me. What's body uh, contouring? Um, basically, uh, it's called a Zerona Z6 lipo laser. So it's a non-invasive. Oh, is that what Katie Bigger just posted? Um, it maybe. was like on the outside, but they target parts of your body yeah. to, to remove yeah. the fat. Yeah, so it's it's a pretty cool concept. It's been studied. It's FDA cleared. Um, you know, in just a few sessions, what happens is the laser, you put it over wherever you want to contour. So let's say you wanted to, you know, get your abs toned, you know, before a big trip or whatnot, you were going to the beach. We place the, the diodes of the laser maybe like five to six inches away from the skin. It does its thing. The laser penetrates deep down to the cellular level. Think of your fat cells like a grape. Penetrates the grape, makes a pore in the grape, pulls out all the fatty material. The grape now shrinks to a raisin. So your fat cells shrink. That's like the adipose cell, right? Right. That's so like the... You're the fat cell. Yeah. Exactly. So what happens is the... the I'm trying to sound smart. I don't know. The grape. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a great term. That's a proper term. I'm just throwing terms out. <laughs> so the grape shrinks to a raisin, and that's what gives you that slimming effect. But now what happens to all the fatty material in the circulation that gets withdrawn through your lymphatic system oh so anything that's going to help so do you need a lymphatic massage then that could help so i i recommend i was like hey i mean if you could afford to get a few lymphatic massages that'd be great but i have other things that help enhance the lymph like a i put them on a vibration plate it vibrates their entire body. There's like an actual setting. Those are the ones setting. you stand on and it yeah. vibrates. Yeah. yeah. So that's an, there's an actual setting for lymph drainage. So I set it up there and it's not, it's not that intense, but it helps just get things moving. Uh, bouncing on a trampoline, like one of those mini trampolines, uh, okay. like bounding, uh, it's called. That just shakes it out? Yeah. You could just bounce. Because I get that when I pitch, because uh, I play in this adult men's league and I'll get like a heavy arm and I know that it's fluids. Right. So right. some of the ways just by running and, uh, yeah. and things like that, just kind of shake so it So cardio, sweating, um, drinking lots of water. So there's like little protocols that we put in with the laser. It's like, hey, don't don't just do the laser and then go eat McDonald's after yeah. this. You know what I mean? It's not going <laughs> to, I can't yeah, guarantee you know, anything at that point. You the know what cells mean? will attract more fat. Exactly. Yeah. So we just want to make sure that they get the results that they need. So, you know, doing little things like that, you know, oh, she's going to have lifestyle. you on speed dial. Yeah, yeah, no. So that's one. Then I do run a, a, a very successful weight loss program. Men lose about 30 pounds on average and women lose about 23. Uh, and then I have the, um, Emslim device, which is if you want to sculpt and tone your abs, burn fat, it basically is like a workout for your abs or your glutes, thighs, arms without you going to the gym. Dude, well, your Instagram <laughs> is a good promo. God damn. I looked at that and dropped up I mean, a Think a, about a, it. I can't, I can't, you know, <laughs> yeah. I can't be otherwise and then pitch yeah, that type of stuff. So, absolutely. you know, I got, I got to try to live it how I, how I see it and talk it well dude thanks so much for yeah. joining me today yeah, i really appreciate the conversation Pleasure. and um you know uh i can't wait to come in there with tasha and uh, see what yeah, you got yeah absolutely man love to have you guys and follow this guy on i mean don't follow YouTube. me they already know me i'm a chump follow this guy for yeah, his abs. Man. no i, I want to tell you man it's, it's funny because you were you know obviously when i was more involved with bachelor nation when it came to the the podcast talking it out you know i would always reference your videos for 
you know, all the behind the scenes info. I mean, you do a great job, man. Oh, you've well, built likewise, a, you a guys, great following. You and, guys had the two best voices in Bachelor Nation, both technically, you, got, you could each be a voiceover artist. Like you guys have great technical voices, but also you had great conversations. So no, no thought of jumping back into the Bachelor world? Uh, not really, man. I mean, obviously the podcast was something different. Um, it was something that I could do on the side. Everything was on Zoom. You know, because of you know how strict everything was in LA, so it was very convenient for me just to do it from the mm-hmm. office. So yeah. I went ahead and did that. But I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it. But I got a significant other that is trying to get out of that world. Yeah. So it's a situation. And where, she she's earned every opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so good at what she does. Yeah, we yeah. we watch and we go, gosh, man, like every I don't. It's a personality type. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. it's her legal knowledge. And, and ability to ask the, you know questions that are smart and yeah. all that. So you guys, you yeah. guys must be fun at the dinner table. But yeah, no, uh, she I, like I was, I always was a fan. Like I was a fan of the show. Like, yeah. I used to watch it with my ex girlfriends and you know just watch the show and like I was laughing at the guy that I became. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I was like, oh look at this guy, he's going home. Like yeah. you know, you, I'm sure you do with your wife, like the commentary. Oh of, yeah. You know the you know the comedy I wouldn't session. do well. They'd edit me horribly. You know, jokes would fall flat. I'd be right. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, wait, now this is what it's like to be on the other side. So. One question before before you go yeah. here is, was it tough that the audience was rooting, and not everybody, but some audience was rooting for the other guy? Because we saw in the after the final rose, the other guy was kind of a douche. They had, they fought. It wasn't meant to be. But you guys have clearly beat the odds. Yeah. So like, But in that time, I mean, I mean, I, as a people pleaser, I would be crushed to be like, no, I like her more, you know, like, but was that a tough to experience yeah, fan it, reaction? It was tough. I mean, I guess nobody really knows what goes on behind the scenes and the type of, I mean, you see what plays out on, on the, on the screen, but you don't really know the depth of, of our relationship when you're, when you're there, when you're in it. So I honestly, like I was never focused on anything else that was happening, you know, while I was on the show. Like I was just like a horse with blinders mm-hmm. on, like I was totally locked in and dialed in and. You know, I knew, I knew other guys, like they saw me as like the threat. And I mean, at that point, I feel like I kind of had the upper hand. But usually the threat is the one that everyone comes after, but you must've been really likable to the other guys because you were, you were essentially a non-controversial guy who just. Yeah. 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 No, I didn't, I didn't cause any drama. I mean, I got some pretty good advice prior to going on the show. Buddy of mine, he was just like, look, man, just focus on, focus on her. Don't start any drama and don't start. Don't talk behind people's backs. There you go. Because you know, that'll come around to get you and karma. And I was like, you know what? I uh, followed that to a T, and I just tried to stay out of the drama with the whole, you know, when when stuff happened on season thirteen, yeah. I was like, coffee break, completely. <laughs> yeah, and I flew under the radar. I feel like like when I brought back that first impression rose, like of course everybody was sizing me up, but I just kept my mouth shut, kept it going. There you it know, is. And I didn't really gloat. I mean, I know people make the mistake of like. You know, thinking their shit doesn't stink after one date or whatnot, and then that's Which normally, they get cocky. They get normally, cocky. if you're with your boys who aren't competing for the same woman, you'd be all giddy and excited, like, "Oh my gosh, yeah!" But on this show, yeah, you gotta like have a little poker face and not yeah. rub it in and yeah, do yeah, your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, for sure, for sure. Well, congrats on all that, man, and thanks Appreciate again it, for doing the show. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, man, for sure.